Hello, and welcome to the Blockchain.com podcast. My name is Nicholas Carey, the co-founder and vice chairman of Blockchain.com. Here at Blockchain.com, we believe that the application of blockchain technology has the potential to improve the state of the world, while cryptocurrencies can radically transform community access to financial products and services, the underlying blockchain technology serves as a leapfrog for projects underpinned by transparency. In our latest podcast segment, Blockchain for Good, we're unearthing some real-world examples of how blockchain technology is making a difference to people, communities, and charities all around the world. So we're going to learn a little bit more about organizations and projects using public blockchains to promote social and economic inclusion and sustainability efforts. Today, we're joined by Sigme Sandel, co-founder of GainForest, a decentralized fund using artificial intelligence to measure and reward sustainable nature stewardship, and Angelo Paolo, uh, the lead of social impact from the CELO Foundation to talk about their partnerships. So we've got a little tradition here at blockchain.com. The first question I always ask is, how did you earn your first pound, euro, or dollar? And uh, I'd love to start with Sigma today. Thank you very much. Well, um, that's a good question and a good opportunity to time travel a little bit. So actually, I think there's been an entrepreneurial spirit in me since um, I've been a teenager. So my first dollar I earned making bracelets and selling them in front of our beach house in mm. Turkey. So um, that's been um, that's been good times. I love that. So very early start, product management, product market fit, selling, uh, and then also, you know, uh, using something useful around that you had uh, at your home. That's cool. Angela, what's your story? Yeah, this is a fun question. Um, I grew up in a stuffed toy factory. My mom was an entrepreneur, uh, so she was making stuffed toys when we were kids. That's why I had asthma when I was a kid. Um, And I still remember this. I was nine years old. It was summertime and I wanted like a little gig, like, oh, I wanted to earn money. So my mom gave me the task of like answering the phone. So during those times, you still have landlines and uh, compiling receipts of expenses of the business. And then I got a little allowance. That's what she called it. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's it's my first peso, Philippine peso. I love that. Okay, cool. So, well, thank you both for sharing a little bit about your stories, uh, learning about how money comes into existence, working for it. And uh, I think we all start our journeys with financial literacy, actually in a very similar way, whether it's babysitting or uh, helping a family business um, or using and making things in a creative way and selling them to our friends and family. So I love that. Okay, let's talk a little bit um, about CELO first. So uh, this is a decentralized uh, protocol uh, that's been around for a few years now. Angelo, can you talk to us a bit about what its uh, main sort of uh, fit is, uh, especially in the kind of context of sustainability um, and uh, the, the green movement and ESG? So give us a little bit of a, a background on that, please. Yeah, sure. Um, so Celo is a layer one blockchain. Uh, we are carbon negative, mobile first, and EVM compatible. Uh, the way that we want to distinguish ourselves in the industry is we're very keen on our mission, which is to enable conditions for prosperity for everyone. So ever since our inception, uh, we wanted to be an ecosystem, a family, a community of builders that really want to prove the real world utility uh, of the blockchain by solving the world's most urgent problems. 
And so over the years, uh, the first experiments, pilots, proof of concept that we've done uh, is in the area of humanitarian aid, uh, digital work, uh, financial inclusion, like providing under-collateralized or uncollateralized credit uh, to various sectors that have been traditionally uh, marginalized or do not have access to traditional uh, financial systems. And recently what has emerged uh, is like this ecosystem of builders, including uh, Game Forest, which has a focus on like mobilizing for climate action. And we wanted to be an ecosystem. We wanted to be the supporters for these founders uh, to be able to use blockchain as well as like Web3 um, yeah, in, in, in tackling the climate crisis. And so where I sit at the Cello Foundation, we wanted to support builders. Uh, we have various programs, uh, uh, grants, uh, incubators, accelerators. In the case of Gain Forest, uh, we provided um, pilot support, right? Like we went on the ground with them, uh, you know, uh, talked to the communities, worked with the communities and learned from them on how to stand this project. Again, underpinning uh, the the mission, which is like, we want to showcase to the real world that blockchain and Web3 can be useful, not just for speculative activities, but really for, uh, you know, addressing the, the most difficult problems uh, such as climate change. Thank you so much for sharing that, Angela. So one of the things a lot of people don't know about is there's many, many, many different digital currencies and crypto assets and layer ones. And they're all sort of competing to create sort of a different combination of incentives and also uh, the, how they function has different impacts on both energy consumption um, to security and other trade-offs. And so uh, I'm really excited to learn more about CELO because uh, it certainly is a project uh, that has the, you know, the, the sustainable development goals uh, significantly in its sights. Um, you know, basically building a more fair and equitable world that isn't as harmful uh, to the environment, among other things. So uh, thank you so much for sharing that. I think uh, the CELO uh, mainnet was actually launched on Earth Day, which is kind of a cool um, uh, moment for, for the group uh, that worked on that. So, okay, let's continue on. Um, so Sigme, uh, we want to learn a little bit about um, uh, your project. And I understand uh, you and your co-founder came up with the idea for Gain Forest during a UN climate summit, uh, COP23, and even one hackathon of some kind. So what was sort of the uh, inspiration? And, and um, yeah, talk to us a little bit about uh, why CELO became such an important component uh, for how you, you guys thought about your work. Thank you. Well, that's correct. Um, so Gain Forest was literally born at a UN climate conference in 2017. And since then, our core mission has not really changed. Um, and the core mission that we have at Gain Forest is to actually create incentives that can stop and reverse deforestation. So we think that the current incentives that are out there in the ecosystem for conservation and reforestation and all sorts of different environmental projects are actually in need for um, yeah a, a new technology, um, a new approach, um, a new fresh start so we can actually make this something where a lot of ecopreneurs all around the world can strive and conservation can be something that is financially profitable and economically interesting for a lot of people, no matter where they're living. Um, so, yeah. Can you just repeat the second question? <laughs> all good. I think that, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit more about um, the uh, Gain Forest NF tree 
project. So I love the use of the pun there. Um, but uh, talk to us a little bit about aligning those incentives. I mean, I think human nature is one of those complicated things we all learn a little bit more about and probably get jaded as we get older. But, um, uh, you know, I want to learn a little bit more about specifically the, the use of the technology and, and how you guys are aligning incentives to, to help compensate people for taking care of the stewardship of their, uh, their environment. At Gainforest, we have three core pillars. So our first pillar is the DMRV pillar, the digital monitoring, reporting, and verification. This is traditionally um, something that conservationists do all around the world, but face a lot of different challenges. First of all, there's huge upfront payments, a lot of paperwork, and then the payments they receive take a lot of time. Also, the data collection is very manual. So with our DMRV, we we come in and use a three-layered approach where we collect data on satellite images, so remote sensing, then on a second layer with drone images, and on the ground with mobile phones or, for example, webcams. And then we have our second pillar, which we call the measure to earn pillar. This is the part where the financial intents, incentives come in more actively. In the measure to earn pillar, we are actually using the smart contract technology to create impact-based payments. So imagine that you're a conservationist, you're running a project, and you, let's say, uh, want to do a reforestation project. And communicate to the investors that this area is actually growing and you will be maintaining the area for the next five years. Our technology permits you to set up an environment and a contract in which year over year a certain payment can be distributed, just like a rent. So um, in theory, the people do not get the payment just at the end of the five years or at the beginning, but whenever they upload a new drone image or whenever they upload um, a new on-the-field data with the wildcams or the mobile phones they've been taking. And as a third pillar, we have our AI algorithms. Of course, we do a lot of data collection and we use this to develop different automated analysis tools that can be used to speed up the whole analysis, but also it's very interesting for the ESG market as such. And bringing all this together, uh, we think we are at a pretty interesting space to make conservation financially more attractive, but also more transparent and the donors and the investors have a better idea of what's happening on the space. I love that. So we're combining technology, um, measurement to earn, which is a completely new sort of incentive system uh, where people are basically uploading proof of good, proof of stewardship, and then finally uh, leaning into the cutting edge AI technology uh, to basically uh, further um, enrich the, the overall offering. That's a very powerful trifecta. Um, I can see why that's very interesting. Okay, cool. Let's continue on. Um, so maybe, um, so talk to us a little bit about some of the, the progress that's been made so far. What are the, what are the things you're most proud of uh, with the NFT project thus far? I start, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have a question for first... <laughs> Um, we are very proud to be cooperating with Cello. Cello has been one of the greatest partners we can imagine in the Web3 space. We are value aligned. We are having the same vision and we just 
have the same philosophy as well. I mean, Angelo earlier mentioned prosperity for all. So this is something that we believe in at Gain Forest. And I think our recent pilot project in the Philippines was just a great proof of how collaboration and cooperation can bring not only our own projects, but also new projects very much forward. And this was a great uh, situation for us in which we discovered that the local communities are interested in this technology. They're open to use cryptocurrencies. And it's just like the transition period on which we have to work all together to bring the global community into a space where they can really take advantage of the Web3 technologies. So if someone wanted to support uh, the GameTree project, what would be the best way for them to go about doing that? So at the moment, we just recently launched our NFTs for Paraguay, where we are working with the Environmental Ministry of Paraguay and are supporting a specific area that is adjacent to the national park called Defensadores del Chaco. It's a part of the larger Chaco forest and ecosystem, which is the second largest primary forest in Latin America. And yeah, you can just um, go on our website and mint an NFT tree or NF trees are actually also dynamic. What does this mean? Dynamic means that let's say there is deforestation in a specific area. This will be reflected in your NF tree. So imagine you had a flourishing, healthy tree. Um, and now, unfortunately, the tree has been cut down. You would have the full transparency and see this reflected in your NF tree and in your crypto wallet. Cool. OK, that's a super interesting use case. Um, let's get back to Angelo real quick. So, uh, you know, this is a very cool use case um, of the CELO protocol, but uh, maybe if you could just give us a, a few examples of other types of social impact projects that you support just to inspire a bit of thinking about um, how other social impact um, philanthropists and entrepreneurs out there uh, could, could work with you. Yeah, maybe Nick. It might be also helpful just to, you know, just to echo Simgay and like illustrate how powerful the project is uh, specifically for communities. And this will also give you a view of like the projects that we're interested in at the Cello Foundation. Uh, in the Philippines, um, we did this pilot project in Southern Philippines. These are traditional low-income communities uh, who are custodians of the forest, right? And sometimes they're pushed to the margins uh, or like they're pushed sometimes to um, situations where they have no choice but to cut the forest, for example, uh, as firewood um, because they don't have stoves. And so what we did there is like Game Forest found a great partner, uh, a local partner to help educate the communities on how to be better stewards uh, of the mangrove forest as well as like collect data specifically because there are um, different stakeholders abroad, scientific community, as well as like, uh, uh, you know, corporates and um, other institutions um, who care about like maintaining those forests. Um, but then as Simge has said, uh, in the present situation now, there is no way to directly support these communities. Sometimes these communities are asked uh, to plant trees uh, or like to uh, start seedlings. But then the incentives, uh, the compensation for them get lost in the way or like it doesn't get to them instantly because they have to go through financial institutions uh, uh, that is often cumbersome specifically for, for the profile of this population. And so through crypto technology, through blockchain, um, 
we when we get the evidence that the action has been done, meaning they have collected the data or measured the trees or they have planted seedlings um, to start the reforestation of an area, uh, of a mangrove area, they through the smart contract technology, it's instant, right? Like there's no intervention. They can easily receive the compensation in their mobile wallets. And I think this is where the cello technology comes in. Um, these communities do not need to wait anymore for long periods of time. They can have better control of their finances. Um, one story that we heard from the field, the secretary of the cooperative we're working with always wanted to initiate um, you know, the construction of a guard post. Um, but then for the longest time, they don't have the funds here. And so when this opportunity came and the money came instantly, she was very happy and delighted because finally they can start planning, they can start uh, the construction. And this is something very important to them, uh, specifically because they're a community of like, fisher folks as well. So just just to tie that back to your question, um, so at the Cello Foundation, we're really looking to support builders uh, that have a focus in terms of... Uh, providing tools, um, um, using the technology to individuals and communities uh, for financial empowerment, right? So this is one illustration, um, helping bring the incentives to communities for the fight, uh, for the fight uh, against climate change. Um, we also have projects, for example, where we have gig workers. Uh, I was part of a project where we have a lot of unemployed youth in Kenya uh, and wanted to access um, jobs abroad um, through their mobile phones. And then again, through the payment rails uh, powered by Celo's uh, blockchain, they're able to receive it instantly without having to go through the difficulties of uh, the traditional financial system or paying very high price uh, of like, you know, inter-border inter transfer. So that, that's just a sense of like this, the power really, uh, of the blockchain uh, to transfer small amounts of value. And again, if we're looking at the context of emerging markets, giving them uh, you know, instant access to their funds uh, empowers them to make better decisions uh, for their welfare. Yeah, it's such a great point. I mean, the the CELO protocol, among other layer ones, I mean, a, a big vision for all of it is to increase transactional velocity, which is basically move money around the world more quickly um, and also do it at a lower cost and do it instantly uh, to the extent that that's possible, especially when there's a great need. And so one of the things that's amazing about crypto to me is that you can teleport precious information instantly anywhere at low cost. And uh, that's a big deal in communities that really need it. And especially in like a gig economy scenario or where you have these marginalized communities that don't have access to traditional financial services, uh, it's so critical that you can beam value to them when they need it the most. Uh, the old traditional financial services are capable of providing um, last mile services to most of the world's uh, people that need it the most. And so it's extremely admirable uh, to hear about these different initiatives. And I thank you both for, for that work. Um, so... Uh, I guess in, in conclusion, um, and I know we don't have a huge amount of time, but uh, Sigma, tell us a bit what, what's in the future uh, for the project. Um, what are you most inspired about? And uh, what's, the most, what's the best way for, for people that are listening today to, to follow, to donate, um, and uh, if they're interested in the work, um, to, to become part of the movement? 
Thank you. So overall, of course, we are looking into scaling or pilot project that we've been doing early January together with the Cello Foundation. This is something where we are very, very much looking forward and bringing it not only to the Philippines, but other parts of the world. Um, other things that we are currently working on is um, our AI algorithms. So be tuned to see new insights on different projects that are happening. One of the key solutions that we are offering here is really what we call transparency as a service. So our goal is to make all the projects out there transparent and bring the different ecopreneurs out there and let them show the great work that they're doing. If you're interested in GainForest in general, I recommend you to follow our Twitter account. Um, it's at GainForest. Now, feel also free to follow us on LinkedIn or any other social media channels that are out there. And yes, um, you can also always reach us to us directly, or as I said earlier, mint an NFT through our website and um, donate to your favorite project directly. I love all the all the birds in the background are very appropriate for this conversation today. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard the the term ecopreneur, and I, I'm excited to use that uh, in the future. So thank you so much for sharing that. So Angelo, um, for other uh, social enterprises out there, um, what's the best way for them to prepare a proposal for a potential grant? Um, what are some of the criteria uh, that they should know about? Um, and uh, what are things you guys are specifically looking for? Uh, that would be a good fit um, for the Silo Foundation. Yeah, yeah, we're always on the lookout for builders, visionaries, um, you know, entrepreneurs like Simge, David, and Game Forest. Uh, I think more than anything is uh, we distinguish ourselves in the community with like that strong mission alignment, uh, sharing the vision of prosperity for everyone, as well as like you know looking at creative, innovative ways uh, to apply uh, blockchain, Web3 um, in, in urgent social problems. Um, so uh, just like um, just like uh, Game Forest, uh, Cello is also live uh, on different um, social media platforms. Uh, we're on Twitter, where we are on LinkedIn. Uh, we are also in Instagram. Um, you And also our website is cello.org. Uh, you can follow us at, at cello.org. And uh, yeah, it's an open conversation. We don't have like a restrictive like, oh, you have to fulfill this go this uh, you know uh, items one two three. Um, what's important for us is like uh, you know the the passion of the builder as well as like you know um, he, the clarity of like the problem that he's he or she's trying to solve. And from that, there's a conversation. There are many ways by which we could support an entrepreneur, as I mentioned. Uh, we have a grants program. We also have like uh, Cello Camp, which is like our incubator uh, for new entrepreneurs. And then we also have like a network of like sources of capital, uh, as well as like, uh, you know, supporters to whom we could make those introductions um, uh, and also partnerships, right? With like international organizations such as uh, the UN, just like basically we see ourselves as the connecting tissue to enable like these builders to take off uh, as well as like, um, show to the world, uh, they showcase to the world their product uh, or, or their service. So feel free to reach out and we're happy to hear the craziest of ideas. <laughs> well, uh, I love that. Thank you so much. So cello.org and then um, I think the app is gainforest.app uh, where you can go follow the projects um, of uh, our uh 
our guests today. So thank you both so much for joining us. Um, yeah, uh, if there's anyone that wants to follow um, on, please uh, make sure you're checking on their social profiles and keeping up with the important updates of both of our uh, guests today. We're very grateful for their time and thank you both for joining the blockchain.com podcast. Thank you for listening to the blockchain.com podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please like and subscribe to the show. And if your friends and family are embarking on their crypto journey, why not share this episode with them? If you haven't already, visit our website, blockchain.com, and download our app today. See you next time.